Lucy has been really moody since our move. She got all pissy when I asked her about shopping for school clothes. Worried about her new job, maybe? She says she's an assistant this time, not a secretary, which I hope translates into her holding on to a job for more than a year. Maybe this time we'll finally sign a lease and buy some real furniture instead of the Walmart specials we drag around with us. At least in this place, I have my own bedroom. I've got your picture right next to my bed, so your smile shines on me while I sleep. It's very comforting. God, Jen, why can't Lucy be more like you? When things get bad, you rise above your problems. You deal. Lucy just moves. Anyway, I hope Hollywood will be a good luck charm for Lucy and me, and it'll be the place we'll live forever. It's scary, and it smells like warm, sweet pickles, but it can't be all bad. You live here, so maybe we'll get to visit all the time and have coffee and make cookies. I make the best chocolate chip cookies with walnuts. You'll love them. I'll write more soon. Love, M. Meg wanted to add, P.S. I'm totally freaking out. I've never lived in a city before. But she didn't have to. Jen knew her so well. She studied the sheet of pale pink stationery on her lap and considered her signature. And M made a statement. It said, I'm confident enough not to need the rest of the letters. While the lowercase added, I'm humble, just like Jen herself. Margaret was such an ugly name. Margaret Shanley, simply hideous. And she'd rather have her eyebrows tweezed with the claw end of a hammer than have anyone know her as Margaret Ann Shanley. Back in first grade, when she began her spelling lessons, she and Lucy came up with the easy-to-spell Meg so she could be the first in class to get the gold star before the only other tri-lettered kid in class, Joe Pietro, who insisted on writing Jope Pietro, so it wasn't like he would have gotten the gold star anyway. With each year came a different school and a different name, Meg at seven, then Maggie at eight, Margie at nine, Peggette at ten, Mags at eleven, M.A. at 12, Anne for 13, a quick detour to Peggy for 14, and back to Meg at 15. Maybe next year she would be capital M, just M, or M.S. Hmm, maybe not. She carefully folded the stationery into thirds, aligning the bottom edge just below the salutation, creasing it sharply with her thumbnail, then tucking the top third inside. This week, she ought to send along a photo, she thought. Something to delineate past from present. Rancho Cucamonga from Hollywood. She rummaged around an old Skechers shoebox and found a handful of photos taken with Reggie. She was a good friend, Reggie Heffernan was, and had been for the nearly two years Meg and Lucy were in Rancho Cucamonga, the longest for them in one place, but Meg doubted their friendship would last beyond that. After a move, she had learned, old friends gradually fell away, established new relationships with people they had disliked in the past, discovered talents for sports or instruments or dating, and found less time to keep up with the kid who left. Out of sight, out of mind. That's what happened. And while it certainly did suck, it was nothing that couldn't be gotten used to. Meg had gotten used to it a long time ago. But all this moving around and new schools and new teachers again and again and again was exhausting. Meg wondered, who would she be this time? What class would she do well in? What personality would work best at Hollywood High School? For now, Reggie was attentive and called frequently and made plans to come visit.
but she would most likely be out of Meg's life in a couple of months. That was all right, but Meg hoped she could time Reggie's inevitable departure with new friend's arrival, whoever new friend might be. Meg held up a fairly recent photo, one of her and Reggie's trip to the Epicenter Stadium, home of the minor league quakes, one of the few cool things to do in R.C., it had been taken at Reggie's house by Reggie's older brother, Billy, before they left for the game. Meg sat on the hood of her friend's brand-new navy blue Jetta, slender legs crossed daintily at the ankles, while Reggie leaned against the bumper, arms akimbo, caught in mid-scowl, her face contorted with pissed-offness, because Billy wouldn't stop goofing around. Meg was laughing as the picture was being snapped, her strawberry blonde hair falling across her face blown by gusts of arid wind coming off the concrete driveway, her powder-blue eyes squinting against the setting sun, 